podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for watching the Instant Reaction. For full episodes of the Canon Podcast, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Saminamina, eh, eh, waka waka, eh, eh, 60 million down the drain. Kai Hammer scores again. Saminamina, eh, eh, welcome back to the Instant Reaction with Alexander Moneypenny and my good friend. George V. That was enjoyable, wasn't it? A nice calm oh, day in Bournemouth. that was so fun. <laughs> and City lost. Unbelievable. And United lost. God, no, but impossible, mate. They weren't going to lose. They were going to go invincible. And... You know, it was over. The title race was gone, didn't you know? Come on. Get, well, get Ange won it last week, I suppose. So uh, <laughs> you probably shouldn't have. Uh, he, he, yeah, let's be clear. All of this doesn't matter because they have won the league. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> May United have lost four of the first seven Premier League games for the first time in their history. Wow. Isn't that a lovely stat? Isn't that lovely? <laughs> Here we go, boys. <laughs> Welcome to the instant reaction uh hello new member sf thank you very much uh man city huff and puff but wolves survived the day very good anthony george v <laughs> love to see it mate thoughts on that game because that was um in many ways oh here he is here he is hello sir oh you're on mute george thoughts on that performance please sir it was um it was a great performance i mean it's a nice day at the office i think um in the first half, we kind of struggled almost to build and then get into the final third. But once we were there, there was a lot of really crisp passing that was going on. And it kind of set up a really comfortable win. I, I just felt like we didn't get out of second gear. The one thing that really struck me was a top defensive performance. Like, I think I exited at halftime thinking, my God, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko was phenomenal. Just yep. even though that we had some missed touches here and there, I think for the most part, defensively, the team was just so good at stopping transitions that I just... I never felt worried. And then I just felt like we just needed to knit together a couple of cool, intricate passing plays. But generally in the final third, our passing was really crisp. It was a weird kind of dichotomy. Um, but in general, dominant performance, exiting out 4-0. Um, I think a lot of people that came on as subs were also very good as well. You know, of course, my boy, Emil, I can't not say, you know, he had two chances to really put one away. Um, and you know, he really should have at some point, but, um, I think all in all the team didn't get out of second gear. We got everybody escaping without an injury. And I think that these type of wins well. for nil does great for, uh, for goal difference. Yep. Top stuff. Top stuff. I'm just looking at the yeah field. So, I mean, we didn't really get out of second gear. You're, you're, you're bang yeah. on. It was, it, it, it doesn't, it didn't, in, in many ways, it didn't feel like a, a four nil win because it kind of, it just, they all sort of trickled in. I thought Smith Smith Rowe should have had two. That, that's what I mean. He had two chances to put one away. He should yeah. have had two. But Bournemouth, what was Bournemouth's approach? I don't really get like their PPDAs up at fourteen. I thought it was they had some nice moments in the first half um, where they were sort of they, they had that sort of hexagonal. Can you hear us now, Bubs? You're you're on mute. Can that's we hear weird. you? Uh, no, oh, I here we go. Those. There he is. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, before I get into that, Bubs, thoughts on that overall, please, sir. Uh, spectacular, light work, easy. Uh, I just, I just want to say, like, it's it, not just the performance itself, but like the grander scheme of things, like meltdown hype. I think I said on Twitter because last week there's some of the takes I was seeing. Title's over, give up, top four maybe, cup runs, and, and all it, all it, all it takes is one match week. Yeah. City lose, 
Arsenal win and it's one point now difference and we go to the game next week uh, and if we beat them we go above them and it's yep. as simple as that and I think that's, that's the, I think that's the thing for Arsenal fans is we need to be more sensible we've been in these scenarios many times we've got a lot mm -hmm. of experience so why do we keep doing it to ourselves every single time it's like we know what happens and we keep making the same mistake uh, yep. but yeah in terms of the performance pretty easy pretty simple I think as you guys have said um didn't really get out of second gear but I think that's because Bournemouth didn't really ask us questions we didn't have to it was all simple and I think the fact that we scored our first goal uh, soon enough it kind of just allowed us to relax and you could just see how relaxed Arsenal after they scored that first goal and maybe the 2-0 as well it's just a different team start becoming more free-flowing in the final third and I actually thought Fabio Vieira off the bench was very impressive as well I think on that right wing cutting inside causing chaos yeah you look nice with some nice moments thank you Matt for becoming a new member appreciate it um yeah I think um yeah, I, I couldn't really work out what Bournemouth's approach was. I, I think they were committing a lot of men in the press, but then once we worked that out, they didn't. They just sort of sat back and, and, and let us let us take over. It was a really bizarre performance from them. I mean, seriously. So I'm currently in Bournemouth, and I was going to try and get to that game, and I'm sort of glad I didn't because that atmosphere, if without us, would have been wetter than a fucking. <laughs> it was the wettest place I've ever heard, man. Yeah, the, I, mean, the I get it, it's a small stadium. Amazing. Oh, unbelievable, unbelievable. That's such an important. I feel like that is. That is going to be, I hope, certainly a Kickstarter for him, George. Like, that's got to be. You could see. I don't, I don't know if the, uh, it, it, I don't know what telecast you guys are watching, but there was a moment where it cut to um, Haberts and he like whispered "thank you" to Erdegaard, and you can yeah, see yeah. it. Someone else, and you can see he. Everyone on the team was like properly like, "Yes, get it, mate, get it, mate." It's like it's it's so great to have that moment. I think like the team atmosphere is just a different level. You know, like I, uh, there was one moment last year where Saliba has his own goal and the fans go and, you know, they just applaud him. And, you know, yeah. I think that connection, Havertz needs a little bit of that. You know, he needs a little bit of that mental rehabilitation, to be honest with you. And you yeah. could tell it helped. Like, it wasn't just this idea of, you know, oh, it's emotional. We, us as fans, we love those moments. But then right after, he almost provides an assist. And I think he immediately grew in stature. He almost raised his mm. chest before he was hunched over doing actions and i think after that goal he sits there and he raises his chest up a bit uh, i think in general with havertz the discussion is going to be what can you do to kick on um and you know we kind of just love the idea of the team being this supportive but in general another player that i think had a probably a better game though to talk about was martin odegaard who had oh, returns a little bit deeper and i think that's important and i think that he operated a little bit more deeper a little bit more in the second phase today and i think it benefited him and there was some moments where he dropped not just you know, to the right, you know, guys all know what I'm going to say, but down to the left half space, making some brilliant passes <gasps> into the center of the yeah, pitch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, that's where he's at his best. When he is able to take control of the second phase responsibility, I think this team purrs. And I think mm -hmm. as long as we're going to keep him high up the pitch, he can do a job. He's a brilliant player. It's not going to be, you know, a dichotomy black and white of him being shit up top. But, you know, this team clicks more when he has more touches on the ball. And yep. another player who I thought was brilliant, who didn't have a back injury, was Teclan Rice. I think he was just incredible in the first phase, making himself available. And I think there was just some moments where he started to take some adventure, where he would receive, he didn't see a yeah, pass on, and he would carry through the thirds. Yep. And I'm just like, yep. yeah, mate, like that. that is just, that is world-class quality. That's 100 million pound quality. That's what mm. that is. Like being yep. able to take the ball and carry it to the other end is yep. insane. Um, and what I loved and something that we didn't do against Spurs last weekend was was we did adapt. I think they, they came up quite quite early. We were struggling a little bit to get out. And then we started going, OK, well, if you're doing that, we're going to start carrying or we're going to go longer. We're going down the sides or whatever. And that, and that's the adaptation I'd like to see. Also, Babs, I think a point you made earlier, like it's so true. That felt like a really professional performance. 
I can't really describe it. Like it wasn't sparkling. It wasn't like we we didn't. I don't. You know, there was periods towards the end of the game when Bournemouth just sat back and let us play our football. But certainly that yeah. first hour was just super professional. I love that. Like it's 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 so refreshing to just watch us go defend defend the channels well get our actions right like keep plugging away keep plugging away keep plugging away and and this is the thing is that i think we all want that moment where like saka cuts inside and leathers it top bins but sometimes you're not going to have those moments you're just going to have a moment where the ball ricochets around someone nods it in one nil and then and then you're away i was really i was really pleased with how we approached it it just felt like a very calm performance i think that's what you need though if you're going to win a title over 38 games you can't be gunko every game because we saw it last year you fizzle out your players start losing ideas or they've expend too much energy. And again, at this, the fact that we won 4-0, kept a clean sheet, upped our goal difference as well, closed the gap yep. to City. And we haven't really tried that much. It's exactly what you want in the Premier League. And that's really hard to get nowadays because teams are more organised and they press high and stuff. But I like the fact that in this game, David Raya on the ball, constantly taking you know authority, playing out of the back and picking and choosing when to go long. Last week, it was long constantly. And this time, some of the line breaking passes, I think it was one to Zinchenko right in the first half. Like Bournemouth, very aggressive at the start. We broke the lines one time. And from that moment, they kind of relaxed. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, Give this guy yeah. space and he, he will find that pass. And I think I, I think his passing accuracy today was, again, like probably 87% or, or something like that. And I'm not saying it's uh, compared to Ramsdale and stuff, but I think Ramsdale's against uh, Brentford was around 56. So Raya's just a little bit more crisp in his passing and also claiming cross so good yep strong like, really so strong. good every time he comes out claims the ball is, is clean it's a really good set of results <laughs> it's a really good set of results yeah. for Arsenal and then what that means for the table if we just have a look at that um, yeah we're one point behind City uh, one so point if Liverpool lose today I'm not saying I want Spurs to win but Liverpool lose today we're the only team I'm beating right Yes. Well, uh, Spurs are oh, oh Spurs are Spurs, Spurs are Spurs beating, yeah. so one of the yeah if one of the teams lose okay cool but Spurs are not in the title race are they yeah, calm. But you know no, what? They, what I would really like to they, point they, out. We keep forgetting team. they won the title last week. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. They literally <laughs> yeah, won the title last week. So weird. Yeah, we're, we're not unbeaten. Actually, you're, you're correct. We have lost yeah. the game season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the one thing I wanted to point everybody's eyes to on the table there was not just the one point was the goal difference. I actually was yeah, kind of getting worried it. about that. And you know, look, it was nice to have a four nil. Everybody, <laughs> if ideally you could get four or five nil every game, everybody would sit there happy. But I think I was looking at that in relative to the other teams. Yeah. You know, especially with Liverpool and Man City, and I thought that we needed. <laughs> We needed goals, <laughs> and I think this is our fourth clean sheet in five games with David Raya, and I think we I had four out of goal. 17 um, in the previous. So, I mean, look, something different is happening in a sense. I think that Arsenal are also starting to click a little bit more generally. I think they're um, this was coming, I think, the 4-0. I was, I was saying earlier, I really think that we're going to blow out a team. I, you know, I think Bournemouth are very easy food for that. Um, genuinely, I think you were asking about the plan earlier, Alex. The one thing is I think that Bournemouth is a team that relies on loose balls and transition moments. And mm -hmm. I think genuinely the, the topic of discussion has to be how top we were defensively because they, they did have moments where they looked to transition and release Dominic Solanke. But I think Saliba, Gabrielle was immense. There was some time yeah, when so Billing good. received in the box and, yeah. you know, he's there just to clamp down any authority and Zinchenko again really quick to his marker and secure like it was just yeah. a very competent performance defensively yeah. yeah and i think that's like i i often i i don't like giving any chances up right because your heart rate goes up but ultimately yeah. you we, playing the way we play we are going to give up some chances it's going to happen so then it's about how we respond in those moments and that's what we did um so just looking at the the lineup then babs like I don't know about you, but I was expecting an absolute massacre in terms of that. I was expecting Mikel in midfield, considering the way he was talking over the weekend or sort of towards yeah. the sort of midweek. 
I couldn't believe Saka played. Couldn't believe Rice played. It's on um, fans at this point, mate. I'm sorry. What do you mean you can't believe? Yeah. I can't believe that you believe Mikel. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Exactly. I, 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 listen, I'm an honest guy. Do you know what I mean? I don't know about you guys. but uh, did, I just, did, I did you see the video of him like, last night where they yeah. arrived with the team? Yeah. It... Uh, yeah. Yes, but like that. I, so you saw that and gone, you think they're just there? Cedric arrived with the team. It wasn't even the squad. So, like, no, you know, no. No, come on, come on. They're not traveling up to Bournemouth. Yeah. No, down the Bournemouth, sorry to say, but it's a lovely uh, placement. Yeah. They came down for a little walk on the beach, you know. Yeah, um, no, they're not. They're not there as cheerleaders, isn't it? Or st- uh, stadium. I get that, but considering the way he was speaking during the week, considering the way we didn't yeah. see them in the squad at all, Sal- I, I, I'm saying it would surprise me that if maybe one or two of them had started, but Saliba, Rice, Saka, yeah. like all of them came back in. So I, I, I was personally surprised. Yeah, I mean, and if you're surprised, imagine what the Bournemouth manager was thinking as well. <laughs> I think that's the idea. Don't give anything away. <laughs> Don't have yeah. no leaks, you know, try to hold it in as much as possible. But I even did the lineup if, if we had those injuries. And I still thought we would have more than enough to beat Bournemouth. So, you know, mm. we have got depth. I keep hearing that we don't have depth. We've got depth. We a have lot the of depth. best. Can I, can I, I'm going to make a claim. We have the best depth, in my opinion, in the league, even better than cities. What we don't have is maybe the 15, 16 quality level yeah. across the board. But depth wise, can you name me a better depth bench when everybody is back fit? Like, Just think about it. Emil Smith Rowe, um, got- Nelson. Uh, Vieira, um, Havertz, yeah. does he get in the top Trussell team? Trossard was just sitting there. Trossard, mm. yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't see a depth uh, that's of the equivalent. Jakob Kivior, who has been Look phenomenal. Man, yeah. Man City, Rodri's out for one game now, and they've got Calvin Phillips playing. And we've, if we oh, have exactly. Rice injured, you go Partey. Or if Partey injured, you've got okay, Jorginho. Yeah. And then you've yeah. got El Nenny. So, yeah, it is that we've got depth, and especially number six. And, and I think it's just a matter of, as, as you said, the quality players. And that quality yeah. is growing, you know. And we need that. We need the likes of Havertz to step up and Vieira to become mm-hmm. that first team quality player. But again, off the bench today, playing on the right hand side, like how close his close control in the corners and just the play out, the confidence he plays with. Like maybe I see Vieira as you know, I'm not saying he's a Bakaya replacement, or, you know, but as a backup option in games. I think the angles on that side perfectly suits him cutting inside yep. and getting the ball to that far post. Especially when there's more space in the match. Yeah, I think yeah. the only player who I would understand being left out of the, the team sort of moving forward as El Nani, but we've got three really to come back in, Partey, Martinelli yeah. and, and Timber. And Timber, then yeah. once once that happens, you know, who's missing out? <laughs> yeah, that's that, a, that is a strong bench. That's a, that's very, a very strong bench. Because there's not a single player that comes off that bench, even El Nani to a certain extent. And I'm going, okay, oh, this is a bit hard. I'm not sure about this guy. Like, they're yeah, all players. Yeah. I'm very, I get excited. Finally moved on from the Cedric and the holding. Yeah, uh, I get excited we'll seeing those players. Like, I'm like, okay, Smith Rose coming on. Perfect. I get Trossard coming. It's like a, I get little dose of dopamine like, okay cool this guy's coming on I feel nice yep uh, George you've had a comment from Zahid who says also George hold that Senor Emery mudded you have I you been uh, I think I, <laughs> I think haven't talked you... about Emery <laughs> what is I've been talking about so it's rubbish 233 of you in here thank you so much for joining us we'll be doing these interactions after every game um, let's go through uh, the, the the team then individually and talk about the individual performances uh, Bab start with Raya thoughts on Raya I think it's flawless uh, can't really think of many mistakes or anything. Again, as I said, the quarter, it's how he claims crosses, always the right place, right time. And even the saves he made, he made it look very comfortable. There was one right at the end of the first half where he just caught it and stopped the ball there and there. And I think he just gives the defence calmness. That's that's about it. I, I wasn't quite sure what fans were talking about for the Spurs game, as if he had had a clangor. I think he yeah. was good enough in that game. I don't think he was amazing, but I don't think he was bad by any means. And in every game he's played for Arsenal, he's done nothing for me to say Ramsdale should start over him. Because mm. he offers us something that we have, haven't have had sometimes with Ramsdale, which is calmness. I mean, Ramsdale's an amazing goalkeeper, 
But I think Raya is just he's just more clean, more crisp, and as you said, as I said, playing at the back just gives us a different dimension. George. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought there was a couple passes that were a little bit wayward from him, generally speaking. But I mean, I, I think for him, he the team was too good defensively that I didn't see him in positions of worry ever, really. I, I think the anticipation on the crosses is an important point because I think that's just one thing that separates the two. Um, but generally speaking, he also offers you a level of release that I think is important. Like he baits the opposition better. So if the pass isn't great, what he does is he does bring markers to you and then he'll give it off at the right moment. I still think that's one thing that maybe Aaron can improve upon. But from a general distribution standpoint, I think the big issue is people are still concerned about this number one debate. And I think while Raya has done nothing to maybe lose his spot, I don't think Aaron had done stuff to cause a concern to lose the spot. So it's one of those things, especially when you're coming off the back of what Aaron did midweek, which you're sitting there saying everything each keeper does is going to be scrutinized. But generally speaking, the defense is calm and the defense has been calm in other areas and there's going to be games for both. So I'm happy either way with whoever starts. I thought this was a nice story for Aaron to come back to with Bournemouth and his past with it. But Raya didn't do anything um, terribly wrong. And I think he did well with his positioning. The only thing is there's one or two times that I just feel that his passing out from the back has to be a little bit more crisp in, in, in long distribution. That's the one thing that I noticed in this game. Um, and I noticed it at Spurs as well. Like when, when there's a quick transition moment, there are times that David Raya goes long and it's not hitting the marker. But yeah. when he goes short, it's excellent. And I just yeah. think he can improve that medium range pass. Like, you know, that Aaron Ramsdale pass He's into the middle third. The, yeah. Yeah. That, that's the one that I would like to see him because he has the technique to do it. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, Let's move forward. Uh, I thought Zinchenko was terrific today. I think his defending really seems to have come on a little bit. I could hear Mikel coaching him during the game as well. He was saying, stand there, do this. So it's clearly something that they're, they're talking about. He's also on, on, on his side. Um, but yeah, I thought in, in every phase, I thought he was he was available in the build-up. He was when he, when he needed to be. I thought his passing execution was good. I thought he looked good in the final third. He started to go more on the overlap as well, which is, which is nice. You know, he's starting to become... I don't know. I almost felt as though Zinchenko was a I am an inverted fullback, and now he feels like he can he can he can mix his game up a bit more. Um, yeah, George. Yeah. Go ahead, Babs. I was going to say, I just looking at his numbers right now. I mean, his ground duel success rate is very good this season, seventy six percent. And his aerials have always been good. He's he's and always had good well. aerial numbers. It's his anticipation to markers that's been just phenomenal this season. There's times that he hasn't matched that controlled aggression last season very well. Like he's got burnt on the half turn. But this season, he's been a lot better in his approach. I think his body position, by the way, I've noticed it's less square and more angled so that if he does lose it, Mm. he's able to switch on the run. And I just find he's a little bit more flat-footed last season in his approach to his markers. But yeah, it's been brilliant. I made a post about it on on the X that I was like, listen, recently, Zinchenko's been brilliant. The X. The X. The X. Right, guys. (laughs) Just just to compare that to his last year at City, by the way, that was down at 49%. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. Everyone in here right now, can you do me a favor? Open up your phone at George V underscore OC and say, why is Mustafi in your cover photo? <laughs> Disgraceful. Do you know, Disgraceful. I actually can't see Mustafi because on the iPhones, you know, he's got the thing covering at the top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so I just don't see it. I just see the rest of the players. He's also lying and says he's from Canada. Um, so, uh, uh, Babs, Saliba. Uh, I think, again, 
flawless. I can't, can't think of any mistakes or anything wrong with him. I don't think there was a single bad play in this game, to be quite honest. And I think the tackle went out first off. He's very good at doing that, that recovery. Uh, there was one that he did back in the day at Marseille where he came through and did it on Mbappe. And it's, it's something that he's very good at, that recovery. And it, when, you've, when you play the way Arsenal play, that's just so useful to have. It, it is why he's so special as a defender because very few can do it. And him and Gabriel, away it is, just different grade. Yeah, I just feel so confident. Both. I'm like... And I'm like, you look at how concentrated the Arsenal team in this game, like in terms of how switched on they are. And I'm like, if you can just have this level of concentration at home, we'd win the yep. league comfortably. Yeah. Not only is Mustafa in his cover photo, he's also he's also advertising another podcast on <laughs> on our podcast. Disgraceful. Um, yeah. No, I thought I thought um, I thought Saliba was top, and I think Gabriel's top. It just gets to the point where you feel as though. I, I, not that I don't worry about Haaland, but what I do believe is I think they have the capacity between them to deal with him. It's yeah. not to say won't score whatever, but you, you feel like they can match them. If they're on their day, we can match Haaland and, and, and certainly reduce his risk. So 100%. Um, George, thoughts on Ben White? He, um, interesting. Like he got the goal at the end, which was brilliant. Um, ben, ben is a little bit tired, I think, in terms of his wide defending. And so... Um, generally speaking, he had a good game. I don't think he had much to do, but I do think that there's moments out wide defensively that I think he's conserving himself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has been a little bit shaky, 1v1 out wide. Yeah. Um, in this game, he did better, but I don't think Bournemouth stressed him too, too much. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think Ben did really well. Um, maybe like it's harsh, but maybe the weaker of the defense, but he still got the goal um, yeah. at the end. So you, you sit there and you're like, you can't really complain, right? Seven out yeah, of ten. Yeah, I was pleased for him. I was pleased for him. I do feel sorry for White sometimes because I wonder whether people... I don't know. I, I wonder whether people sometimes see him not supporting Saka. But I think actually often our... When he could. Often our ball out to the right-hand side is a lot quicker than our, our ball through the left-hand side. It feels like we sort of progress to the left-hand side a little bit slower than we do on our right. And I think like he can't just be expected to run up and down all the time. I think sometimes Saka's isolated. People say, oh, where, where's Ben White? I'm like, well, the ball's got to him at 60 miles an hour there's only so much you can do um let's uh midfield where were we rice Havertz, Erdegaard. thoughts on those Declan yeah rice. i think i think declan rice was top and so, so and so was Odegaard as well uh, look kai is working himself in the game he got his goal i don't think he was at the level of the other two but you know he got his confidence booster and i think that's all you can really work for um in terms of what he needs to do to get to the step um above but i think those two were just absolutely incredible uh Odegaard, lovely switching back to his deeper role. And I think Declan Rice has a lot better um, responsibility in the first phase. I love that he's carrying and he's got that adventure yep. to do it. I think that before he was learning the transitions and the positioning, now he's got it down and he's adding adventure and creativity to it, which is brilliant. So, yeah, doesn't look injured to me with the back. Maybe from carrying the team, but, like, yeah, not not too much else. Hey. Used to be Saka and that was him. Yeah, I thought I thought Erdegaard particularly had an incredible game today. I thought Havertz had a decent opening 20 minutes, then faded a little bit. I think, to be honest, you can... I almost felt a little bit emotional watching him. Like It was a little bit like, oh, mate, like, good for you. Like, I think he really needed that moment. So I'm, I, I, that's my main takeaway for him for this game. I'm not going to worry too much. There were some nice moments as well, to be fair. Um, he pro- maybe could have come inside on that shot in the first half but you're splitting hairs uh Babs the attack uh any thoughts on uh who is it Je- Jesus and Ketia and Saka yeah I think Ketia hold up play was fantastic 
I think, especially in the first half, the way he drove the ball forwards as well, and he needed a goal. I think he deserved the goal. And it was a moment where he was just bursting through, and I'm like, you're going to score here. And I think he got clipped, and they didn't give a foul for it. But I think, mm. yeah, I think he was very crisp in everything he was doing today. And, you know, I think the thing with Nketiah is, if he puts in a bad performance, everyone's quick to say it. If it's a good performance, it's like, oh, okay, well... I don't think he's yeah, going to be yeah, first place. So you're not going to give praise to him. Yeah, it always feels like that. Because he was fantastic today. And if that was what Jesus was doing, fans would you know, rave about it straight away. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. Eddie's the answer long term and you know we shouldn't move on in terms of getting a bigger and better striker. But he was a good performer today and I think he deserves praise for it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I, I thought he was a little bit stiff in the first half. There were some moments where I felt he could have dragged a defender or whatever, but I thought, was, yeah. especially as the spaces became a bit wider in the, in the second, I thought I thought he looked really good. George? Yeah, no, not not much to add. I think with Eddie, um, the problem was the touch was sometimes really, really maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> I like it too. So like it was weird in that sense. The press wasn't always on, but you know what I really loved was his um, his aggressiveness to be vertical. Like he was trying to roll challenges, and then when he was in the final third, he was constantly looking to stress the back line. And Eddie gives you that. Eddie gives you that that dynamism. There's not many forwards in our front line that give you dynamic runs like that, and he will physically move people so i think he had a really good performance and i think a lot of people were kind of riding on him at the on the timeline like when the lineup came up and i just thought look he, he did well you, you can't you got to hold your hands up and i think you may want a different player and a different profile there but right now eddie's giving the team a level of physical um co- competition that i think is occupying center backs to allow the space for saka to have a little bit more room i i think he is and i think there's a lot of benefits to eddie but personally i would have started nelson I just think from 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 that perspective of the game on Wednesday, even with the transition, like with Bournemouth, who are like yeah. pretty physical monsters themselves. Yeah, but, but, I mean, we saw the the gap. Like you know, I feel I feel I feel I feel like we could have beaten them. And I think I think with Nelson, sometimes deci- yes, okay, decisions can be made because you think you know there's a a certain tactical thing to exploit. But I also think sometimes you have to think about the the player's development. And I. I think for Nelson's perspective, it's like it's like the Ramsdale Raya thing, like the, the Champions League. I'd start Raya in the yeah. Premier League because he's better. But would I have started Ramsdale in that first Champions League game because he deserved a start? I would have. And I know I appreciate people might go, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. I sometimes think it does for a player's development. And I think for Reese, in terms of the messaging, you can play however you want to play in the week. It doesn't matter, you won't start on the weekend. There's like, the meritocracy aspect I, I, I that you're just sitting there. And I think I, I'm sure Mikel has a reason. Like, I'm sure. And I'm sure it is about Eddie's hold-up play. And I thought he did really well and whatever. And, and, and Eddie's a good player. I just think sometimes you have to go, right, what is important for the for the development here and, and work that out. Right, let's do some questions. Uh, we had a question from uh, Robert Muller, who says, what is preferred? Liverpool winning, increasing our chance of the top four, or Spurs winning, increasing our chance of second, but decreasing our chance of top four if we have a bad spell? That's a lot of, uh, the lot latter, of qualifiers. Because <laughs> the latter, because... Um... Yeah, I, I I don't I I worry about Liverpool more than I do Spurs. So like I'd like yeah. them to lose. <laughs> is Gabriel world class? Why is he not? Perhaps. He's got over a year of sample. I mean, he's an inter- he's an international at this point. Every game this season, he's been flawless. Can you name more than three better left center backs in his position over the last year? In terms of left centre backs and left footed centre backs, yeah, I think I think he has to be put in a, in the top five conversation, maybe even top three. He's not uh, the same player that he was. If you want to call it a bozo, which I never agreed with, but he's not the same player. He's absolutely become a lot more influential in distribution. He's a lot better in terms of clip balls into the channels. His defending has always been a one. He's one of the best channel defenders in the world. I don't know what else he has to do. Maybe it's because of his gait. 
and maybe it's because yeah. he looks awkward that people don't accept it. But I think so. in terms of defending, there's not a better defender. I think if he did what he did and moved like Kivio. Yeah. I got the moves like Kivio. Um, Babs v Cecil UFC 299. Not really, because there's a massive height. <laughs> Cecil's massive and I'm not. The reach. We've also so, had Alex, do you still have beef with James from AFTV? I don't even know who James from AFTV is. No, you know James. James, man. Um, oh, how do oh, I ta- James? The tattoo's guy. Yeah. Why would I have beef with him? Seems like a nice guy. No, mate. Apparently you do. This track's coming soon, I have heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, Lloyd Smith says Rye was good. Um, we've also got Wanieri to consider um, in terms of coming back. Not coming back in terms of, you know, getting, making space on the bench and stuff like that. I think it was he injured for the Carabao Cup game? He was. It, both him and MLS are injured. So, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Uh, this was funny. Did you see the, the Korean guy comment? <laughs> Do you know about this, Babs? No. Oh, so Pep, he, Pep's talking about Wolves and he goes, um, yeah, they're so good. Yeah, yeah. They have this guy. They have, it was like, they have Kunia with, with Neto and they have the, the Korean guy. <laughs> and he goes and scores the winner. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Um, Martinelli, let's finish up on this. So where are we away? Le- Lens? 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 Yeah. Um, what would be your starting level and sort of approach to that match? Uh, Bap, knee. Got a lot of players available for that, which is a good thing, by the way. Like Trossard's, he was on the bench today, so he will be available for that. So you you throw Trossard back in, but I don't know, man. Nelson's is he ahead of Trossard right now because of his recent performances? Trossard obviously just come back from an injury as well, but Trossard was good before that. Um, yeah, in terms of defense as well, I don't know. It depends on how Mikel anticipates lenses in terms of atmosphere and in terms of going away from home. How are we? Because in the Premier League, we're very good. We don't concede goals, and we're solid. So does he keep the defense similar? Does he throw in a Kivior or Tomiyasu? Uh, it's very hard to call, so I'm gonna have to think about it a little bit more. But I think obviously Ramsdale, I should, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give Ramsdale a start. I know Raya started last Champions League game, but Ramsdale needs a Champions League debut. You can't fight to get into the Champions League yeah. for two years. By the way, it wasn't a one-year pro; it was a two-year process, yeah. okay. and then not give him a Champions League debut. So I put Ramsdale on goal. I go right back. Ooh, ben White is looking tired, so. And Ben, could, but I mean, there's no replacement for Ben. That's the I'd say, Yeah, you'd say Tommy Asu, but. This is what we, we spoke about on the pod, though, right? Like, I, I think someone like a Hickey or something, we, we probably need someone, especially yeah. without Drew and Timber. But even Timber's a different, he's a different style of fullback to, to Ben White. So, would you but, go to him as a right back? Is that, is that, maybe. When's the last time you played there? Maybe. And do you, maybe, maybe you could have, well, maybe you could Kivior. have Kivior at right centre back and replaces it. I don't know, but I think there needs to be some yeah, defensive movement. We've seen Kivior at right centre back as well. I, I, I think um, he'll start Ben White. Yeah, I think I'll start. I just think I'll start him. I say I'll yeah. start Ben White and then I'll have yeah. Tommy Yasu as a right centre back. Basically, the similar dynamics to Brentford. To have yeah. that team built some more okay. chemistry as well and then have. Uh, it was, it was like Tommy Yasu's Gabriel and then Kivio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saka will play because Saka, there, there could be a nuclear apocalypse before well. Saka he wants, he wants stops starting games. You guys think he's going to get that consecutive game record out of his head? Come on. He's going to yeah, get yeah. there and continue to go. He's yeah, just my, a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, my guy. He will come on on the 93rd minute in every game if he has to. Look, I would love um, a Brentford-style level of uh, substitution, by the way. Like, personally, I know it's not going to happen. Mikel won't do that. And, you know, I think uh, he won't do it until he feels that he's won the group or at least secured nine points. But uh, don't yeah. mention that name again, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I would like it, but I don't think I'll see it. Yeah. Right, boys. 
pleasure. We're gonna have to finish there because the uh, Liverpool game is on. And everyone wants to. Everyone wants to watch that. Yeah. Than us. Uh, absolute pleasure. Join us every every game. Yeah, every game every after game. the uh, after every the uh, after the game for half an hour for an instant reaction for a nice sing along with the boys. Thanks as always. What do we say? What do we? How do we end the interaction? We haven't we haven't got like a a thing. Peace. We could be, peace. There you go. Peace. 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 <laughs> Thanks for watching the instant reaction. For full episodes of the Canon Podcast, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Sports Social Podcast Network.